0: In this video, you will discover the five secrets on how to know if you should keep trying with him. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetized Human Method. And look, if you're new to my channel, comment, like, and smash that subscribe button so you get notified for more juicy videos coming your way. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Number five, he is still pursuing you. You see, one thing that I look at when women come to me and wonder, should I keep trying it? Is this meant to be? Am I supposed to go through the suffering, so to say? One aspect I'm looking at is if he's still investing in her. Is he still reaching out? Is there still interest, right? Is he still respecting her? Is there still this? There's still like this glue there, so to say, right? There is something there that still pulls you two together, and I have like so many examples of that. I have like one client, and you know, the guy uh, is always continues to comes always back around. He's always continues to reach out, even though she goes through her anxiety um, breakdowns, and that can create, yeah, have quite some momentum with it as well, and can create even like traumatic memories from the past. Of course, it always comes from the past. Whatever we're experiencing in this moment is really just a magnified version of, it's like a re-trigger of what we experienced in the past. That's why sometimes something blows so much out of proportion. But that's the thing. Is he still investing in you? Is he still saying, let's keep trying? Is there still this this glue there, yes, this magnetism there. Number four, there are triggers. Now, hear me out. The worst thing that can actually happen, as a matter of fact, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy. So, when you guys get to the point where you're just stonewalling each other, right, it's one of the four horsemen that uh, Gottman, of course, is talking about, when that occurs, right, it's over. You don't have to worry about it anymore because there's nothing left. But if there's triggers, that means there is momentum, there is fire, there is still inspiration, there is still interest, there is passion, there is so much here, and that also means there are so many wounds to be healed on your end. You still care, You're still emotionally engaged with this person. The other person is still emotionally engaged with you. That oftentimes can create the biggest catalyst of healing, of transformation, of growing closer and closer together in a way you would have never thought possible. Because behind all of those triggers, there is so much spaciousness. There's a whole new opportunity of relating to each other. And of course, there is so much more love. There is so much more caring. I will give you an example. So let's say a woman gets triggered because she doesn't feel not good enough. So let's say you don't feel good enough, right? So he says something, you don't feel good enough. So, what really happens is in that moment, you get triggered because maybe your dad made you feel like you're not good enough. Or maybe your mom made you you feel like you're not good enough. So, in that moment, it has nothing to do with that. And as a matter of fact... You're going into the rage, you're going into that like anger response, and you become the bitch, so to say, like I, I did too. But then what actually happens is if we're actually looking at that and saying, let's actually be with that, let's actually engage with that, we'll actually see that underneath that is a level of helplessness. There is a level of powerlessness that you don't want to feel. When you're able to feel that, by the way, I'm talking about my own journey right now, okay, in case you can't tell. So when you're able to feel that powerlessness and that helplessness, there's a lot of more femininity, there's a lot of more availability, there's a lot of more openness and room for love and for yearning and for sensuality. And your partner is going to be more and more in love with you than ever before, Additionally, he will actually feel safe to open up as well what happened with him, what his triggers are. And you see, I see this all the time with men, with women, how they start to relate to each other once they really start to open up to each other and understand what is underneath what I call the reactive emotion, right? What is the authentic emotion. That's why I love triggers and that's why there is still so much hope and you should definitely stay if that's the case. Number three is it's just not his fault. So if you know well you know, I mean, you know, he's not the only one who's not emotionally available or who doesn't call me on a regular basis, but I'm also quite of, like, not always the most open. I'm also quite busy protecting my own heart and not being completely open, not being completely honest, authentic, transparent, available in the way that I could be. You see, you can actually see that you're mirroring each other. So if you're able to get to that point and see, well, it's not just his fault, right? There's also something inside of myself where I invite this behavior. And now we're not talking about a narcissistic abuse, psychopath, sociopath. Like psych. if you're dealing with this, of course, get out, right? I'm really talking about. But it's that really two people in the relationship that have good intentions and there's just a lot of triggers and they just don't know how to deal and handle all of that. There's so many coping mechanisms that you have developed since you were a child to protect yourself, to survive, to thrive, to look good, to overcome your fear to be seen, to overcome your fear to be heard, um, all of that, to be invisible. So we have all those like mechanisms that we're running all the time. So that's what I'm talking about. Right? Um, it could also be the case that, you know, he's like, he's like invisible, right? Like he's not like reaching out because he feels judged by you, right? And this goes back to, oh, is this the reactive emotion or is that the authentic emotion? What are you judging inside of yourself? So you see where I'm going with this. I could bring many more examples. But the point is, you are really seeing. okay, well, this is not just about him. There's actually so much about inside of myself, how I show up in the relationship, that's not really authentic, that's not the most loving, the most trusting, the most open-hearted. Then there's definitely a reason to try again. Number two is you have a life purpose together. You see, sometimes God brings you two together because you have a bigger mission on this planet. And guess what? This bigger mission glues you guys together Over and over again, and you overcome the sort of like the petty, the small disagreements and concerns or arguments or whatever the case may be, the projections you put onto each other. You overcome all of that because you really get to see look, we are here to make a bigger difference on this planet. We're here to uplift humanity together. One of my biggest passions is to create more power couples. On this planet. So if you're one of those power couples, if you feel like you have this potential to be one of those power couples, right, then you're also going through this experience because you are supposed to be the container holder for all those people who come into your life who will come up with all those. Challenging circumstances and obstacles as well. And you're supposed to go through that with your partner so you can actually throw a person a rope and say, Hey, we've been down in that cave and we can throw you, um, like sort of say, like a a rope and get you out, right? Because we know how to get out, how to make the most out of the cave. So you wouldn't be able to do that if you wouldn't be able to, if you wouldn't have a life purpose together. And lastly, number one is your intuition is telling you to stay. So, let me explain this to you. So, we have the intuition that comes from a place of love, that comes from a place of space, that comes from a place of hope, all of that. Then, we have fear, because I can already see what you're saying. You're like, Anja, how do I know the difference between intuition and fear or ego or resistance? Well, fear, ego, resistance, right, they come from a place of fear, They come from a place of separation. They come from a place of constriction. There's often some things where you have to hold something back or you have to protect yourself. Love will never tell you that you have to protect yourself. Like, love will invite you to maybe make discernments and distinctions, but it will never tell you, like, to close your heart. Like, if you're encountering that kind of energy or that kind of internal dialogue, you can rest assured that you're dealing with ego. Now, The other way how inspiration, intuition, excuse me, is also showing up in your life. You can be thrown together over and over and over again. So this was the case when I met my husband. So for you, for those of you who don't know my story, I was actually quite kicking and screaming when I met my husband. So he told me the first night that we met that I'm the girl of his story. However, that didn't mean that I fully bought into that and the rest is history and there was unicorns and butterflies. No, more the opposite. I spent a lot of time attempting a lot of sabotage of the relationship. I ignored him. I drank a whole bottle of champagne. Now, keep in mind, I don't even drink at all. I hate alcohol. I just like don't like it. It's nothing against it. Good for you if you like it. Um, I just don't. And so I drank a whole bottle of champagne to be able to ignore him. Um, I ignored him and at, uh, in a museum opening, uh, I broke up with him for three hours, right? So I was kicking and screaming, but guess what started to happen? Like the universe, God brought us together over and over and over and over again. It was like funny. We would end up at the same housewarming party. We would open up end up at the same, same museum opening. We would end up at the same grocery store. Even now it still happens. So if you feel like, wow. My man is really sort of orbiting around me. That's always like it's. I can't get out, rid of him, right? There's probably also. <laughs> that's probably also a reason to try again. You two are meant to be in each other's lives. Now, if it's if it's for season, or then a lifetime will be shown later on. But for right now, you are meant to stay in this relationship. You're meant to try again and. Who knows? Maybe you'll be like us and look eight years later, you look back and you like just laugh and just think, wow, isn't it amazing how creative the mind gets when it wants to get out of something that is so good for us? If you like this video, I invite you to watch my free playlist course on how to make a man chase you and or also take my free Magnetize Your Man quiz at magnetizeyourman.com or of course the link is right below this video. Ladies, How was that for you? Would love to hear some comments. Leave me some comments. Let's have some discussions around it. How that feels for you, being in a relationship, being triggered, not knowing should I stay, should I go. And we'll take it from there. Take care. Much love. I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.